Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Designer and author Janet Crowther is joining us on Big Land Radio's Garden Gossip Home and Garden Show today to talk about her new and beautiful, and I mean beautiful book. It's called A Well-Crafted Home, Inspiration and 60 Projects for Personalizing Your Space. It's published by Clarkson Potter. And, uh, you know, A Well-Crafted Home, it's, they call it an irresistible resource for both aspiring makers and seasoned crafters. There's things that even I can do. There is, <laughs> I know. I can do some of these projects. Uh, some people uh, would not allow me to, to have certain tools in my hands, but there's things in there that I can do. Uh, but it, there's really good projects to really get your home looking the way you want it to and to, to get in and be part of your home. I think that's what's so amazing about these kinds of projects is um, whether you can handle saws <laughs> like some people can and drills or you can't, you're at that beginning level. There's something for everybody. Everybody, but there's something about doing something for your home yourself that um, you're connected, you're more connected to your home. It makes it more of a home, but also getting some, uh, you know, items or antiques or, you know, old pieces of wood and being able to refurbish them instead of these things ending up in a landfill and forgotten. So um, I encourage you to go get this book, A Well-Crafted Home, um, Amazon, all those places. But I say go to Janet's website because she's got a great blog you can follow, great tips and more inspiration. Go to JanetCrowther.com, and that's C-R-O-W-T-H-E-R, JanetCrowther.com. Janet, welcome to the show. How are you? Hi. Thank you so much. I'm great. Good to have you here, and um, thank you for including projects for people like me that (laughs) need to be watched if I have a pair of scissors in my hand. (laughs) Yes, there is a wide range of projects, and I'm happy to hear that you found a few things that you were inspired by. Oh, a lot. A lot. Um, I didn't think that, you know, of talking to my neighbor, not the one that's moving, um, about, you know, hey, can can you give me part of, you know, the trees and, you know, if you're clearing out, you know, I know in the fall a lot of people are doing changes with their trees and, um, you know, they cut them down. Uh, sometimes that happens. Yeah. Sometimes you have to clear a dead tree, but why throw that away? And you're talking about that. the stump project. The, oh, yeah. I love the stumps. Yes. Yes. I know. You know, my, <laughs> my editor, first I gave um, – my first pass for the manuscript included how to cut the tree with a chainsaw. And that was quickly, quickly disregarded. And so <laughs> I had to include, you know, how to find trees because that's, that is a bit of a safety hazard and you probably shouldn't be wielding a chainsaw if you've never used one before. But I did, I did. I went and cut down the stump that you see in the book oh, uh, with a chainsaw. Cool. So, so we give um, a little bit easier instruction for how to do it in the book. <laughs> Just recently after, um, I think it was Hurricane Harvey, mm-hmm. there was a nun out 
helping clean up with man, the chainsaw. She, she, was she was a rocket, man. I she thought was that. Yeah. Yeah. So I think if a nun can do it, not that nuns <laughs> don't have talent. Careful, it's Sunday. Yeah, I can't be done. Watch myself here, but you know, I think that um, it, there's nothing wrong with a nun wielding a chainsaw. It's when they get the rulers out. Because I I was in a convent for a while in school, and let me tell you, those rulers know to get to your knuckles. That's all I have to say. Oh about my that. goodness. Well, you I should behave. But okay, but you know these, these projects <laughs> where you use a stump where you could have it looking natural in your bathroom, and um, the book goes, um, you know, room by room. You know, here's some yeah. bathroom projects. You know, things like that. But um, or you can paint it and use it outside, and you can get creative. What I really like about this is not only uh, you know projects for all you know, levels of your do-it-yourself skills but or crafting skills. But I see some of these projects um, where you can actually include a family doing them together. So it Absolutely. connects everybody to the house. Absolutely. And I kind of built the book that way, too. You know, I've been making projects um, for my family and with my family since I was a kid. My husband helped mm-hmm. on this book. My mom helped me with the sewing in this book. My dad helped with the woodwork. So it can definitely turn into a family um, ordeal, and I think it's always nice when that brings people together. And there's lots of projects that you can you can create as a family. Well, I think too that kids love to to fix up their own rooms. Yeah. Yes, uh, yes. I have a three year old, and um, she currently Uh-oh. has probably ten of the projects <laughs> from the book in her room, and she does. Oh, she wow. likes to paint and personalize mm-hmm. the things in her room already. Absolutely. Yeah. I, I think it's important because, uh, number one, it's family time. So that's an important thing. And it's creativity. And I think the world needs, as we are so technical now with all our gadgets and things, that we need to right. have these creative moments. But I also think um, it's going out of schools. You know, schools aren't, you know, right. when, I'm, mm-hmm. back in my day, we learned how to sew and make jam and all that kind of stuff. But I don't know if schools are doing that now. Yeah, I've heard, you know, all those programs are leaving the schools. It is nice to bring that into your home because you can be so consumed with screen time. That's just the way mm-hmm. that it works these days. And it is nice to have, you know, a quiet time to, to work on something together. Absolutely. Yeah. I've, when Lisa was growing up, I used to get big cardboard boxes and give her some paint and crayons, and she would <laughs> um, color the box. And then she'd put all her toys in it so she would clean her room. And then when I noticed the room start, the toys are being left out again, I had to go get a different box, let her color and paint it, and then she put her toys away. And it's oh, always the go. simple things, like a box and crayons will keep a child busy yeah, for yeah, a really long time. Yeah, right. There she you go. gets in it, inside of it and colors <laughs> it from the inside out. Well, you know, I always like to do things that way, inside out or, you know, color of the lines. It's a good thing to do. Yes, I mean, these projects, um, like I said, all these different levels of skill levels, but there are some things that you just, you can take, like, the stump project, right, and and make this into your table, but you could go crazy with that kind of project because every stump is going to be a little different, different colors, whether you want to even paint a design on it. So you, this can read out to other projects, some of the projects yes, that you I have. Yes, and I try to, you know, it's funny you mentioned um, in your intro about it feeling like a recipe book. And mm-hmm. when I pitched the book to the publisher, I said a similar thing because I saw in magazines, you know, they have like the whole table set up with food all over the table. And then on the next page, it's this recipe and that recipe, and it shows you how to put together this table with this nice food. 
And I wanted the book to feel the same way. I wanted you to see the room with all the things mm-hmm. in it, and then it tells you how you can create this and how you can personalize it. Mm. And as well as, like, with the stump, being able to make something your own. You know, I don't just want to tell you how to do something. I want you to see it and then make it for you, personalize right. it for your taste. And so mm. I like that you well, kind I of saw that too. I love the way you've got the book set out because it, it is really like a recipe book. You can't wait to see, okay, that I like that. The How photos do you do are, it? the you photos, know? I mean, just, amazing just going through it, the photos, it, there's a comforting quality to your book because it's the colors that you use. And, and I wanted to ask that mm-hmm. because, you know, inspiration for colors, and you even said, you know, you're not going to get all, crazy with us about how to use the color wheel and all that. (laughs) (laughs) There's inspiration about what you do like, but um, I know most of us watch HGTV and what's going on in other people's homes or when we go to a friend's house or like, what are they doing over there? Some people can put red on their walls. Some people can't. I mean, everybody's different, but there's something very calming about the colors that you use. Well, thank you. And, and I wanted it to feel that way, but color is such a personal thing for, you know, and everybody uses color in a different way. I wanted this book to feel welcoming and, um, so my color palette is more neutral, but there's so many mm-hmm. different ways that you can turn these projects into your own mm-hmm. with color. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, thank you. I, my photographer, Julia Wade, um, who I met actually because she photographed my wedding. And then when I moved oh, cool. back to North Carolina from New York City, I was just think, thinking, Julia, you have to help me with this book because she has such an incredible eye and she's yeah. so calming herself. And I think that it comes mm-hmm. through too in these photos. Yeah. And, yeah. and your home has so to be, I mean, is there rules that people need to follow when, when they are looking at, you know, the room? Does the room, does each room need to flow within the house? I mean, what, what are some basic rules that we need to be aware of? Well, I think your home should flow. You know, you don't want to go from room to room and have it be jarring. But I'm mm. somebody who often struggles with what my style is because I like so many styles. Mm -hmm. So I think you just need to pick a few key things, whether it be color throughout your house, furnishings, just pick a few key things and then make sure that your rooms are balanced within. And, I mean, if your thing is boho and you like over the top, just make sure that your room flows um, Mm -hmm. and that it's just not one room is completely different from the other. But I think color plays a huge part in that. You're really right. We uh, rented a house when we were living in, um, we were traveling around South Africa in a uh, city called Peter Marksburg. We rented this house, and every (laughs) single room was a totally different color. And there were no pastels in this home. It's like it it was blue, (laughs) it was royal blue, just like it came out of the can. I mean, totally blue was blue, and green was green, and brown. There was a brown room, it was so ugly. Every color was just pure, 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 no shading, just boom, on the wall. Ceiling, walls, all the same color. Mm -hmm. And it was, at first we thought, well, this is kind of cool. But not only did it tend to make us cranky after a while, we're very unsettled (laughs) until, yeah, we just used to say, well, you know, we're feeling, we're not feeling good in this house. Mm. And then it, it became very clear we did have to paint it. it took several coats of paint to get rid of the brown room. <laughs> oh my gosh I'm sure it's so hard to, to bring it back down if you're painting a neutral over the top of a dark color we had the bathroom had a green toilet and a green like a marbly looking green bathtub it was, crazy. It, it was so 
ugly. It, but it was fun. I mean, there, there's, well, we were kind of weird because we will move into a place like that just because it's different. I remember when we moved to Mexico. We, Same kind of thing. We, went yeah. in, we, we had this place on the beach. It was beautiful. But it was like we you stepped down into the living room, and an artist had owned it before and painted as though you're under the ocean. So that's why we moved into it. Yeah. <laughs> but then we found that when you get like really bizarre things like that, you can't you, you can't, can't live, live in with it. it. Yeah, you can do it as a long. vacation rental, but not as a right. Yeah, and there are you, parts you of the world where that's totally, you know, like when I went to Colombia, mm-hmm. there were so many bright colors, and I loved it. Mm-hmm. And I love yeah. when you know people have their own thing going on. But I think it's just what you can live with and what makes yeah. you happy. So. Yeah. I don't you want to dissuade anybody from painting their walls, but but I tend towards a more neutral palette. Mm. I'll tell you what, you have a couple of cocktails in that house in South Africa. <laughs> you didn't know where you were. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I think I think it is it is neat because it, it's like we can always repaint, we can always change it, and I think there's this fear factor that happens. You know, I, I know before the show aired, we were talking about, you know, you watch HGTV shows and people go through mm-hmm. and sometimes there's this amazing house, amazing bones. They like the neighborhood, but, um, oh, they have to replace a counter or, you know, they need to, they didn't like the color on the walls. And I'm like, these are things that are the easiest to fix and you right. don't need to fix the whole house at once. I mean, there's a, there's, there's a process that you go through, but it's you don't have to, you know, build Rome in a day. And I think that's the other thing about these projects that you can do one project and slowly morph a room, and then slowly morph your whole house mm-hmm. into the feeling. Yeah, it doesn't have to be overwhelming. Just get started, and then see what feels natural, and you know what's fitting in your space and what's making you happy, and then just build mm-hmm. on that. Mm. Well, I'm never having a granite countertop because I can't stand it. <laughs> I just don't care about it. I want to talk about you know talk about your mood boards because you know we always hear about vision boards for our goals, and I'm like, mm-hmm. wait, she's got a different kind of board yeah. for your house, and this is cool. So, like <laughs> the mood board, tell us about those. Well, I've been making mood boards just through my jobs. Um, I started out as a jewelry designer, and we used to have mm-hmm. to make mood boards for clients. Um, And then I made it for a company that I had in New York called For the Makers, and every month I would make a mood board for what we were doing. And then it just kind of transformed into, like, things that I wanted to make for my house. But I collect everything. I collect old tears from magazines, ribbons, Mm. color, you know, and then I just pin them up and I start to feel something, and that turns into product design. So I've been doing this for so long, and I just love to make make boards. So it's a basic, yeah, and so you can start, and the textures, that's the other part is, is sometimes it's it's the layering of textures. You talk a lot about texture in your book. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And just collecting those things that, like textures, colors, um, and patterns is a big thing for me. If I see a pattern that I love, I'll rip it out of a magazine or take a picture of it on my phone and print it out and tape it up on my mood board. And those mm-hmm. types of things will influence my decisions um, and projects mm-hmm. moving forward. So I think it's always nice to have it in front of you. Um, One of the things, too, is you look at um, you, there's a project in there that makes really good sense for people that are living in a tiny house or a small house or a small home, a small apartment. I know you were in, talking about New York. I know that those are yes. some of the smaller, some people's bathrooms are in their kitchens, you know? <laughs> it's true. Yes. <laughs> I've but, been but, there, yes. <laughs> oh. <laughs> but uh, but when when you think about it, then 
there's these projects like the trunk. Can you tell us some of the projects in the book that really do? I mean, the gar- the when you made your own, you yeah. know, garment uh, hanger, your hanging racks right. and stuff like that. There's just really cool solutions that bring function and design together. Yeah, the trunk was, um, I love that one because you can paint it any color. It's an old trunk that I had, um, but you can find them at thrift stores for pretty cheap. And um, mm-hmm. I took a can of spray paint to it and put on some caster wheels. And it served as our coffee table, but, you know, you can also store stuff inside. So that's a great cool. small space solution. And then, yeah, I made the garment rack, which was also something I that. that I had in New York because we didn't have any closets in our apartment. And wow. there's nowhere to put anything, nowhere to hang your clothes. Wow. So it needed to be pretty because uh, when you live in New York, most of the time it's a studio apartment, you know, mm-hmm. or a one-bedroom. Mm-hmm. And people are kind of, whenever they come over, they see everything that's in your apartment. So you want it to look nice. Um, but I tried, to, I tried to put something <laughs> for everybody in here to keep my New Yorkers in mind, you know, and I live in a yeah. bigger space now that I'm in the country. But I think yeah. there is a wide range. Tell, tell everybody about this rack, though, because it was you did it out of uh, copper piping. So, and yes, isn't it's that copper pliable? Mm-hmm. Um, so there's two different types. There's type L and type M, and it kind of just depends on, in terms of the copper, what you're going to be putting on it. If it's a ton of clothes, you know, you want to go towards the um, thicker copper pipe, which would be great. And and this one has wheels, which was yeah important That's for my New York cool. apartment to move it around um, to hide it that kind of a thing so but you have an option there you know if you if you want to just take off the wheels and have it freestanding that would be good too so there's ways Mm. to to put your own spin on it but I love this one it is really pretty and functional I can tell that you know how to play fake house that's what we call it (laughs) when when you're busy and then all of a sudden somebody's coming over and you move everything throw a blanket on top of everything yeah I know and then it's like (laughs) you can't find anything and we're always looking at each other going oh man we played fake house I know but that's but but okay so in 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 a well-crafted home she's got some solutions so there's there's things like you you make you do a lot with cloth and fabric it seems like Mm -hmm. that's a favorite thing for you is what I was picking up but then I didn't even think about getting the right kind of cloth that's you know durable good quality Mm -hmm. and being able to do like covers for your potted plants and then like the laundry hamper and things so like we could create decorative things to throw things in for fake house times you know what I mean (laughs) and it could still be pretty and functional which is the whole point yeah yeah absolutely (laughs) Fake house, yeah, we need our fake house products. I, you yeah. know, that, that's that's exactly what happens here. But so, tell us about the fabric side of things, because I think we do overlook what we can do. I mean, do you always use brand new kind of fabrics, or like no, if people no. have like antique curtains, would you take them down and do something with them? Absolutely, I love projects like that where you're repurposing something that you already have. I mean, a lot of the projects in the book are with new fabric, but I think it's a mix because um, I've been drawn to natural fabrics recently more than ever um Mm. linen is a huge fabric used in this book and um some of the linen i used was from old bed sheets and things like that that i found that just needed to be repurposed so i love Mm. when you can take something and make it new again and i think there's lots of opportunities here to do that Mm -hmm. Mm. yeah you know uh, i don't know how many people sew anymore I mean, I know. I, I, you know, and it's it's so much fun. I, as a kid, I made all my own clothes, 
And I remember taking my grandmother, you know those old floral drapes? Mm-hmm. They're, they're so ugly. Oh, sorry, people. But they're ugly. <laughs> those old floral drapes. She gave them to me, and I made a Sergeant Pepper jacket out of it. And I, it That's was amazing. ugly. But it was cool as soon as you put gold buttons and those little stri- gold stripy yeah. things on there. Then it was cool, but it was ugly when it was a drape. But, but, but clothes like that, like, okay, so if you're in a New York studio apartment and people have to see your clothes hanging, Uh-oh. you've got this cool <laughs> copper metal rack, right? And then you've got your Sergeant Pepper jacket covering yeah. your T-shirts, like you put yeah. it over your T-shirts. So, like, it becomes <laughs> it a piece be of art. And I know. That's what we, I think we've got to get like that. And then and you go get one of those dolls where that I, I remember I gave you the, the head and you could do the hairstyle and put the makeup yeah, on any way you want. Yeah, I made mine into a punk. Yeah, you cut the hair off. And shaved their eyebrows. It. it was cool. It. it was so much fun. But you could have put that out on the on the head there and then you'd have the Sergeant Pepper. You're supposed to take me to a therapist after that. I suppose. <laughs> Well, there's so much, and okay, the, the one thing I, I really, really want to talk about this, because I've wanted to do this for years, and I used to make jewelry, and not, you know, like high-end jewelry, I just really got into the colors and the different stones and garnets and things, just the design work, and I think a lot of it was inspired from living in Africa, and, and um, then I got stuck into the history of beads and, and all the different trade beads and what the colors meant in different languages, and then I never pulled out. It was crazy. <laughs> but I had this envisionment of taking, because I would see people throw lamps away, and then I thought, okay, mm. you don't want to be playing with electricity because, like, it's me. But, <laughs> but I always thought that we could take the old lampshades and someone who knows about, you know, screwing in a light could, could do that part. But I wanted to take the old shade, take the cloth off, and then do wire beadwork on on the lamp to see mm-hmm. if it would glow out with different colors. Like on if the you frame, had like, on the like the wire yeah. frame. Yeah. Yeah. What do you? I mean, I think that's I totally doable. Book. There is a project yeah. in the book that would kind of uh, show mm-hmm. you how to do that. Um, yeah. I think that would be awesome. Cool. And and really and it, easy starter project for somebody that's like me. Mm-hmm. And and but you've got two <laughs> lamps that you do one uh, you use actually using like string, right? You do string yes. and then one with big beads. I mean that that that's almost going like do you say macrame in this country or macrame? Macrame, macrame almost, macrame, but it's yeah. not doing that weave with it. You know the one, the right. big one. That's yeah, cool. this is just wrapping it around. I mean, it's just a lot of the same motion. It's very easy. It just takes a little bit of time, so put on a movie and, and get started kind of a thing. Mm. But that would work for your bead idea, too, exactly. Yeah, I never thought, because I was seeing that how you interlocked the string so that it would be, you're almost weaving it you know, from right. the top to the bottom so that every, right. every piece has its own place. And I just wanted to do that in terms of I just wanted to create that shape. So so what we did was take um, two wire frames, the exact same size, and uh, one is upright and one is kind of upside down. And then we used our, I used the thread to to go in and out so that it connected it and created its own shape. And you could do that with with beads too. That would be cool. Or you could take the thread and you could get into the dyeing of thread and fabric. Yes. This is cool. You know, that was an idea. I wanted to dip it, and I just couldn't do it. I really liked it in white, and I kept it white. I might I might do it now that we've photographed it, but that was yeah. the initial idea. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. 
This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Yeah, we're going to take it and dip it, and I just couldn't do it. Okay, so now doing these projects, do you go outside or, like, I mean... Do you have, like, a room that's got, like, dial over the walls? <laughs> no, I do, I do go outside. And luckily now I, I made most of these projects after um, I moved to North Carolina. The ones that weren't in our apartment, you know, I needed to make all these other projects for the book. Mm-hmm. And um, I have a big yard here. But when I was in New York, I would just – our kitchen sink was a disaster. Uh, mm. There was dye everywhere all the time. So, so luckily, cool. <laughs> luckily I, I did move to North Carolina, and I got to do things outside. It was much easier. Okay, so then, you know, because I would be dangerous with it, but that, that, to me, that's all fun and part of it, you know. Yeah. The other really neat project that, because as I was saying, you, you had more than one light fixture. You had things that, you know, creating wall art. I mean, if, if you mm-hmm. move into a place, especially, you know, first-time home buyers, I mean, there's, you need to have your money for when, you know, the, the water heater goes out, <laughs> you know, and, and things like that. And so nice. spending time and, and keeping, because this is all, cost-effective ways of decorating your house. And the, some of the wall art, the one looks like you, you're like your own dream catcher. You know what I mean? That you had the, <laughs> the wall hanging. Yeah, yeah. I, I love that. That's like, it's, but it's like a different form of a, of a dream catcher, but it mm-hmm. makes a statement, but that's mm-hmm. not going to, you know, break your, your wallet. No, no, that's just like less than $10 to make that one. And, and it looks that? like so much more money, yeah. Yeah, it's very rich looking. I mean, I, I think it's really fun to go to swap meets and mm-hmm. flea markets and thrift stores and find these old things that um, you can transform mm-hmm. and do crazy stuff with. And it always looks like you spent, you know, hundreds of dollars mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. you didn't. Yeah. you. I liked your, your, your shelf that you made like um, that little table using, you know, going and getting, you know, pieces of wood planks and, mm-hmm. and next thing you know, you've got yeah. this really cool side table that you could use for anything. In South Africa, we used to make, the, they called them Rhodesian bookshelves. I don't know why they <laughs> called them that, but they people <laughs> got into this mode of taking extra wood that they had lying around planks or whatever, and they would build a bookshelf. You can't mm-hmm. go too high with this. Yes. Seriously. <laughs> but they would take, it was, you'd put a plank, um, you'd have bricks in between the planks of wood to create a bookshelf. Oh. And a lot of people did that. Yeah. yeah. It looks cool. Yeah. You just have to, you know, balance things and make sure, you know what I mean? Right. You have to balance things correctly. You could go natural or you could mm-hmm. paint them. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. so if you're in a, a children's room, it's not recommended. No, no. Because this is kind of thing where they start <laughs> right. to climb up and, yeah. you know, now they're part of the rubble. Yeah. But people <laughs> would do it just outside, of... even for their plants. And things, yeah. You know? Oh, it's great yeah, for that plants. Yeah, that would be perfect yeah. for plants. 
Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, no. And now you did your own for your own herbs. That's the thing too. And and right. gosh, having your own herb garden is so oh, cool. It's so cool. It's so cool. But it's you did wonderful your own if you like to cook. Yes. Yeah. 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 That's that's the thing to have them in right there, mm-hmm. but having them in a nice little you just you basically got pieces of wood and made a little box mm-hmm. and, and painted it right. And even yeah, the wood that board. we well, I didn't even have to paint it because the wood that we used for that one was an old cabinet from a kitchen that we were renovating, and so I took the wood from one of the doors that we took off, and it was already painted. Mm-hmm. So when you cut into it, you could see the layers of paint, and it ended up looking pretty cool. So I kept it, but I also told you how you can create the same effect if you're just working from new wood. But, yeah, I love cool. that one. And having fresh fresh herbs in the kitchen is a game changer, absolutely. Mm. Well, and, and it's better than buying things. You, you never know with spices these days and fillers. And it's just there's it, that freshness of basil and mm-hmm. oregano and thyme, and it's, it it smells mm. good, and it keeps bugs out of your house. Oh, really? I didn't yeah. know that. Is that true? Lavender, like if you put uh, sticks of lavender, dry lavender, um, if you put them in dogs' beds, they help prevent um, fleas. fleas. And uh, cockroaches don't like bay leaves, things like that. Yeah. yeah you just yeah. Certain things around, you just put them in places. But you're in North Carolina, so you're in the Biltmore State world. I mean, do you go in there? Have you been there? And, and if so, do you want to go and change it? <laughs> <laughs> I haven't been since I was really little. I think I was probably six, seven when I went. So I would love to go back. It's about three and a half hours from where we are now. And it's definitely oh, on our list of things to do. Yeah. I mean, do you go to people's homes, I mean, and say, okay, like, do you get into, like, I would re- renovate it and, like, go for big renovations? Do you, like... Like, what are you like going into other people's houses? <laughs> I, I don't. You know, people ask me for advice a lot, and I'm happy to give it. But I, I'm not usually one to walk in and say, okay, you need to change this and that. I might think it, but I definitely don't say it out loud. <laughs> I, I do get asked a lot, though, and, and that's always fun for me. Do you have to keep buying houses so you have some place to play? <laughs> no. I, well, we... I actually, we moved into a house that my dad built when we were kids, and my my parents had planned on moving into it, and they never did. And so when we were really thinking about moving, um, it just, my dad was like, you know, we have this house. But the thing is, he built it with his own two hands, which which is amazing to me, and I'm such a sentimental person um, that I love that about it. But he Mm. is function over form and so Mm. it needs a lot of love it needs like some character injected into it and we've been working really hard to do that um over these past few months but that it is a huge project but i'm loving it oh that is that's super fun if i could see where like okay one day you look up and you say okay i'm finished with this house, so I can't. I do don't any know more if we ever it. will be finished. I don't. Oh, know that's if cool that's then. Because <laughs> yeah. you can always change, change things up. You know, For season. Yeah, yeah. I mean, cause especially that's the thing about cloth. You can your yeah. house can change on a monthly, seasonal basis just by the the cloth that you use. I mean, you can cover a whole couch with a different thing every season. Yeah. You could and if then, you had the money to do that. You absolutely could. That's a a little pricey, yeah. but I, I haven't gone that far. I haven't um, really upholstered anything like a couch, like done it by myself. That's crazy. I, I think I would like to learn how to do that. But yeah, and especially in this book, I know that sewing isn't huge anymore. I think it's it's seen a bit of a revival. But I tried to make sewing projects in the book that were a lot of straight lines and easy mm-hmm. to do. You know, so you felt mm-hmm. accomplished when doing them and and felt empowered to make more. But 
Yeah, I would love to to learn how to upholster something. I, 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 haven't, haven't, it, I haven't gotten there yet. <laughs> I'd get stuck in it. I'd, it's already something I can see that I would go. I'd I would never come out of the garage. I mean, doing those yeah. simple, that would be it. Um, <laughs> you know, replacing um, like the seats on chairs, simple ones. Mm. You know, that where you can just take the the thing, the cushion out and and recover the cloth that would be kind of fun mm-hmm. yeah well, you, you did that bench with the, you made it yeah. all furry on top like what I, I, right I, that's, that's, that's the extent <laughs> yeah <laughs> i could little, do that yeah. i think and there are actually cushions in the book in the kitchen project so if you yeah. don't want to go yeah. heavy upholster maybe just make a cushion and put change it on a top cushion. of what yeah, you already change have cushion. yeah 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 you could keep the same one and just Put the new cushion. Yeah, just change it out. Flip cover. Do you, do you sell any of what you do, like what you create or what you refurbish? I not currently, but that is um, coming up pretty soon, and I'm excited to you know make some announcements about that soon. But um, not right now. Well, let us know when you do, because I think it's I cool. Will. I mean, I I think I think you know there's a whole. I love the fact that we're not throwing things away. I think that is so important. And I think, mm-hmm. you know, we're looking at some of the the fabrics, too. Isn't that kind of important, too, to look at the kind of fabrics? Because some aren't some like they – sometimes some of the things when we're purchasing woods, um, things like that, we need to look at how if it was stained with something chemical. Right, or some of the, the fabric. content, yeah. Yeah. And, and that's that's part of making the things yourself. I mean, you know what goes into it. I like to work with um, natural materials like linens and cottons. And even if you're refurbishing something, like if you find old drapes, like you said, you can over-dye them. And I've mm. talked about how to do that in the book. And so you can make mm. it your own color, and so it doesn't look the same. But um, cool. I, I do like to work with natural materials. I think they hold up better, and they're better for your skin. They stay clean. Yeah. Those types mm-hmm. of things are important to me. I think dyeing things is fun. I want to do it's the so air dry fun. clay bowls. Yeah, I didn't know <laughs> that we could do clay without a kiln. I didn't know, and now yeah. now yeah. this is this is you this can? looks like something that I can do. Like this, you can this absolutely do that. Project. That's an easy project. A day, you know, it just dries for a day. It takes you like half an hour to form, and it's and it's beautiful. There, I mean, all seriously, all these projects are currently in my home throughout the home, and that's one of the things that I get compliments on the most is those air-dry clay bowls because nobody expects what they're made out of. It's you know, neat. it looks ceramic. <laughs> yeah, and then you can paint them, and, and right. then you can just make them all crazy. Like, I like that, you know, like the bowls don't have, like, you know, here's the perfect bowl, all symmetric, whatever you want to call it, right. all finished and perfectly circular. I don't care about that kind of thing being perfect. I, I like it if it's like, here, it's stretching out and going this way, you know, so that it has some artistic in character. Yeah, this is you totally know. organic. You don't need to fuss about it. Just do it, let it dry, and see what happens. I mean, yeah, it's easy. And now the other thing is making your own rugs. I like this mm. one, too, you know. And the jute rug, that's interesting That how you did that because it looks Thank so you. Like perfect. <laughs> How did you do that? That's also that's at our entryway, and I'm happy to say it's been holding up every day. You know, okay. we're on it, and um, it's still working. But you know, I had seen similar ones done online, and I never liked mm-hmm. the process because everybody would use hot glue, and it didn't make sense to me to mm-hmm. use hot glue on something that you want to keep in your home for a long time. So mm-hmm. I came up with this way, which is utilizing painters tape and a lot of glue, and then putting a backing on it of fabric. And it's mm. still holding up, and I love it. 
I love that rug. That's awesome. See, my grandmother taught me how to make those braided rugs, mm-hmm. and she just she kept everything because she went through the depression, and so she had this closet full of all these old clippings of old clothes. She didn't throw anything out. Then she those take are coming back. Yeah, and they're not hard to make. And they, every single one looks totally different. See, that's yeah. something like kids can get involved with again. Yeah. I think, I think having these kinds of projects are so important. Do something with your hands. Use the creativity. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You know, the more we go into robot land, the more our creative strengths are going to be super important. And yeah. mm-hmm. and when you think about the next generation of, you know, business and, and how we, you know, infrastructure and how we do things in the world, it's going to be creativity that wins out. Yeah, you could make a cover-up bag for your robots. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Did you say robots or robots? <laughs> because apparently everybody's going to have robots all over the place and serving their dinner for them. No. So you can just ridiculous. dress them. I don't want it. I don't want it. I don't want it. I want to make my, my beaded lamps. Thank you. Excuse <laughs> me on that, you know. No, but I think this is so important. When Okay, so a couple of things I wanted to ask. Because going out and purchasing like a, you know, an old dresser or, you know, an mm-hmm. old bench and, and things like that. Are there things that we should be aware of that that's not going to be good quality, that you that yes. are not, it's not usable? Absolutely. Um, the first thing that I like to do is, and, and this sounds terrible, but you have to smell it uh, because <laughs> if it's been in a home where somebody is smoking, you can never get that yeah. smell out. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. So that's really important. And then test the strength you know if it's a bench sit on it make sure it's going to stay standing if it's something easily fixed with a few screws that's fine but um i think it just needs to work for what your idea is you know if you want to reupholster it make sure that you can get the foam and the fabric off and that it will be usable just think about how you are going to turn it into something and what needs to happen to it mm-hmm. but the but the big thing really is the smell because i've mm-hmm. i've mistakenly brought things home and just i cannot use them they're just too stinky oh, wow. And I've let it sit out, you know, for like a year Mm. and it's still, yeah, or moldy, absolutely. Can't have that That, either. That happened to to Mm. me. There there was a, like a, the lady had died and everybody could purchase stuff from her house. And she had some really cool things and she had this really cool rug. And I think even pots that we bought for, you know, potted plants kind of deal. And I'm really bad about mold or anything. I get asthmatic and, and go nuts on anything like that. That's, you know, stinky, moldy. I, I mean, I, it even gave me a rash bringing it home, and I, it, oh, did, it looked all clean. Yuck. And I was just Ew. like, that, I know, and we couldn't even put it outside. We had to just get rid of it because it was making me sick all the time. The car stank, you know, we had yeah. like moldy mold, and mold travels, and I didn't want it. So, yeah, yeah the mold thing, too, you mm. got to watch, you know, and sometimes it's just not visible when you think it would be, but it clings onto things. And right. that was just yeah. Not, just make sure it has good that. bones. Pick it up and turn it over and all around. Make sure mm-hmm. you've, you've looked at everything. But yeah, I, I love to use old things and new projects. Mm. And also the other part is tools. 
to do these mm-hmm. things, we need tools. tools. Are important. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and so you have to look at what project, and, and you have a nice big list, but you talk about at the end of the day, it's more cost-effective. And I think this even goes with what we do yeah. in the kitchens and your clothes is to go for quality first. Absolutely, because you don't want to have to buy the same thing three times. Um, just right. do your research on, on what the best of the best is. And, you know, you don't always have to pick top of the line, but, but know that those those things work. And, and I just like quality. So, you know, I don't want things ending up in a landfill, so I like to go for what's best first. Mm. Um, mm. And building up to it, too. You know, start small approach projects, project by project. So you, you don't have to buy everything at once. Just yeah. do a little bit at a time and then just keep building your toolbox mm-hmm. into what you want it to be. Now, do you go out, like, do you, like, with what you're doing with your house, do you go, okay, we need pillows or we need something for the wall, let's, let's go create, like, do you think of what you want to do or do you go out and say, okay, we need something for the wall, let's go to an estate sale or, you know, mm-hmm. a flea market and go from there and just see what's out there? How do you get that whole process together? To even do what I do. You done it's, with the book. it's probably equal. Like if I see something that inspires me, I'll buy it and find a place for it in my home. But at mm. the same time, you know, if I'm now that we have a bit of a larger space, I'm I have more ability to like go around and say, okay, we need something for this, and it will either start out with an idea for something I can make, or we'll go out and source like you know we wanted a a really nice dresser for my daughter's room that held all her clothes, and we found this used one that needed to be sanded, stained, and we mm. bought new handles for it. Um, I think you can approach it either way. I do like to have an organic aspect to it where you just go out, you see something that speaks to you, and you figure mm-hmm. out how to make it yours and how it can fit into your home. So if you went to someone's estate sale and they had this box of ribbons and, and buttons, like what Nancy was talking mm. about, our Nana, right? Uh-huh. And you thought, oh, I like those colors and the quality. Would you just buy it and then go, I'm going to do something with this one day? Oh, absolutely. I have a whole room full of that, yeah. I had a (laughs) feeling. I had a feeling about that. I was like, okay, so what happens? And one day she goes, oh, these colors go together. Now we're going to create a whole new wall hanging that no one thought would even exist. Yes, absolutely. I have a floor-to-ceiling of materials and projects just waiting to be used and I've been that way my whole life, though. Like I said, I'm very sensible. Yeah. Like if something speaks to me, I'm going to figure out a way to make it mine and then figure out what I can do with it. But mm. um, I just love things and textures and colors and patterns and all that stuff. Um, it's cool. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think it just makes everything so special, and I love what you do with, with all the different fabrics. And I mean, it's just it's amazing, and it makes you really think about, like, you know, now I suddenly want to take my journals and make covers for them. I mean, it's just suddenly once your brain goes that way, you, you start yeah. geeking out on it. It's cool. I, yeah, it's hard to turn it off. <laughs> yeah, it is, yeah. but it's really cool. Okay, so in closing, I want to know, if you could house-sit anybody's house in the world oh, God. Oh. And, go and, and, and make changes to it or you know, play in their garden, oh. whose who's would it be? You don't have to make changes or if you want to go get inspired. Who, but if you could house-sit, like I want to go and out on the islands with Richard Branson's place, you know, he can stay <laughs> yeah. there too. But like, who, who would, oh, whose gosh. house would you want to take over for a weekend? I don't know. I guess. Oh man, this is tough. I know. Um, I just have nets this question for a while, but I thought you'd be cool. I know. There's so many. I'm just inspired by so many people's homes, but I don't want to make changes. You know whose home I would really love to make changes to is my grandma's home when I was about 
<laughs> 10 to 20 years old. I was dying to just change everything in her house. Uh, <laughs> Did she have doilies? Oh, my gosh. She <laughs> she had You know so the many... best use for doilies? <sighs> if you put them in a whole bunch of, like, Elmer's white glue until uh-huh. they're stiff and put glitter, then use them on the Christmas tree. Mm-hmm. It's awesome. It's true. Yes. I just wanted to change everything in her house, and, oh, I don't know. I don't know. That's a toughie. Would that I would be like someone's to... home? If, if, go ahead. <laughs> oh, I was just thinking I, I definitely do want to get to the Biltmore Estate, but I can't say I'd want to make changes there. That place is huge. Yeah. Was well, there someone that you would want to go for, for extra inspiration, like someone like someone's house that well, you would see? Well, how about somebody you're just curious about? Like when you look at Architectural <laughs> Digest and stuff like that, you start seeing all these places. Like, I want to go I know, but the problem with it. me is, and, and I, when I worked in fashion, it was so funny. I, I would dread if somebody was going to ask me who I was inspired by because in my mind, I just soak it in, and I never sit and think about the details. Like, I won't think about their name. I can just see the imagery in my head. And I do the right. same things with homes. Like, I don't know whose home it is, but I can recall all of these details, and it will come out in my projects. But, like, I can't even say a home. I don't know. But Because I, I just, like, I devour information. Like, now I sit and read Architectural Digest, and I'll go page by page, and I just, like, catalog it in my mind. But I can't tell yeah. you who I'm looking at. I just... I don't know. I really don't know. See, that's what you're like, Nancy, with music. She'll listen to this, and I'll say, oh, you know who that was? And she's like, no. (laughs) Yeah, and I Okay, we were listening to Barbara Streisand last night, and we thought she sounded like Diana Ross, so there you go. But only for one song. (laughs) That's all other songs. Well, I'm going to have to think about it, and I'll let you know later. I don't know. No, it's cool, though. (laughs) I think it's cool. You know, wanting to change. No, wanting to change your grandma's house. You know, it's so interesting (laughs) because – I think when you want to change things or you're inspired by them, it's still a form of creativity. It's like, yeah. oh, I could see it being this way. Whether it, because there's no right or wrong, really, at the end of the day. You know, there's wrong ways to do things, but you're going to find. I mean, do you do any of your mis? I mean, I'm not saying that you make mistakes, but we all do. Like, <laughs> I do, do, you, do, I do. <laughs> any of your projects become something you didn't expect because <laughs> you did it a way that maybe needed to be done a different way? Oh, absolutely. I mean, I. I feel like I keep a very organic process, and so I like when things like that happen because, mm-hmm. um, you know, you can always adjust it. And I feel like when you start out doing a project, it always changes. It never ends up exactly how you think it's going to be. Um, right. And I like True. that about the process. Mm-hmm. And I yeah, think that helps everybody personalize their things anyway. Mm-hmm. I think so, too. I mean, it's like, you know, the four-legged stool became a three-legged stool for me. <laughs> Don't you sit know. on it, though. Yeah. <laughs> no, but it's good for a little plant, a tiny one. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, thank you so much for joining us. Nancy and I thank both you love for your having book, me. as you were saying. It's uh, really mm. exciting, and I love that it's, you know, for everybody. And uh, everyone, again, it's Janet Crowther, and it's A Well-Crafted Home, Inspiration, and 60 Projects for Personalizing Your Space. It's published through Clarkson Potter. And uh, congratulations on the publishing, too. I know it just came out. Yes, always thank you. Always fun to get a book. It, that's mm. got to always be fun when you finally get it in your hands all done, right? It's, it's the like, best feeling. It absolutely is the yeah. best feeling. And the even better feeling is seeing when people are using it and making projects. So I really appreciate that's- it. Thank you so much for having me on. Thank you, everyone, Thank again. You. Janet Crowther.com is where to go. She's on Facebook, Twitter, all those places, Instagram, or not Facebook, uh, Twitter, Pinterest, uh, all those places, and keep up with her and her blog and, and keep getting inspired and doing things. You take care, Janet. 
You too. Bye, Lisa. Bye, Nancy. Bye. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.